More on Facebook's problems in the EU and Apple's decision to accept NFC payments on the iPhone. This is Mac Voices. Mac Voices is supported by New Relic. Monitor, debug, and improve your entire stack. Get access to the whole New Relic platform and 100 gigabytes of data free forever. No credit card required. Sign up at newrelic.com slash macvoices. Today's edition of Mac Voices is supported by Truebill. Get control of your subscriptions at truebill.com slash macvoices. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. This is part two in a three-part Mac Voices Live conversation. We covered a number of different things, but this time we're jumping back into a discussion about Facebook and the European Union and Mark Zuckerberg's comments about not being able to compete. Then the panel gets pretty passionate about the decision by Apple to accept NFC payments on the iPhone. Let's go back and let the panel do the talking. Andrew, before you do, I want well, to point out, I would, um, Jeff had to leave us. Um, I hope everything's okay. He said something came up. So, you know, Jeff, hope, hope you're all as well. Um, sorry about that. Andrew, you're next up. Yeah, uh, I'm glad you said that, Jeff, uh, your comment, because that is a nice segue into what, what I wanted to say. And that is just one thing that annoys me is the way that Facebook is trying to frame this. They're trying to control the narrative. You know, I'm I'm a writer. Like I think words and language are important and the way we use them is important. And I don't like how these advertising companies like Facebook are blaming Apple because what it really is, is the only thing Apple did was, this is a toggle that in settings that you can turn on or turn off we're giving our customers the choice to say we don't want to be tracked or maybe we're fine with it and we do want to be tracked. I think the only reason Facebook is being all whiny is that Apple is certainly not the first company to have privacy features. They're they're a big company, and I think they are one of the biggest companies to do that. So Apple is not to blame for you know, Mark Zuckerberg's loss in revenue is just people don't want to be tracked. Surprise. And that's that's what the heart of the issue is, I think. Uh, actually, I, I, I agree with a large part of that. And I think you know, there's an asymmetrical uh, viewpoint here. And that is, you know, while Zuckerberg says Apple's a competitor, um, I think he's looking at it from the perspective of, gee, you know, we're trying to do these things with Oculus and we'd like to get into some sort of uh, you know, device and uh, AR, VR uh, space. Uh, and he's fearful that uh, you know, whatever the rumors are of Apple's uh, you know, devices and gla- or glasses or whatever. So, you know, he he's probably internalized that he knows he's going to be competing against Apple and he's maybe not being as careful as he should in his uh, public comments, uh, because for for display of you know, the stuff you see on your Facebook timeline, Apple's clearly not a competitor. I mean, they don't have anything. Uh, and famously, they've tried and failed, you know, with some of their <laughs> yeah. 
uh, social media, you know, uh, uh, for music and other uh, other things. So uh, it's it's a little bit asymmetric. You know, also I think it's a little bit there of you know just um, uh, their corporate style seems to be uh, oh well we're just innocent and we get taken advantage of and you know G Center we made a mistake and we'll try again and you know you know I don't know how many times we've heard Zuckerberg you know say comments like that in front of you know Congress or you know or the, or the House um, so I think um, you know they're doubling down they're trying to spin up the metaverse whatever that is because. This has been an open question for years of just how large can Facebook grow? How many users will they be able to uh, continue to get and bring into their platform? Will they continue to stay engaged? And, you know, it seems in the U.S., you know, that, uh, you know, things are down. Um, actually, it's not just the U.S. It's down uh, in Europe as well. You know, the, the question is, is this just a one-time phenomenon due to uh, year-end effects? Um well, we'll have a fascinating, you know, discussion three, three months hence uh, if we have uh, when we have other, you know, Facebook data and uh, you know information to take a look at. You know, its stock could be dramatically lower then, <laughs> you know, than it, than it is now. I mean, it's uh, right now it's just sort of in this uh, uh, free fall as people are trying to understand what the heck is going on with the company. Um, and I hope there's no people out there who think to buy the dip because uh, this is a profoundly broken stock. Uh, you know, we don't have time to get into all the details for it, but, uh, you know, stocks don't decline this much and then just, you know, come back. Um, you know, this uh, has been an end of, uh, of an era for, I think, growth for Facebook. So, um they offer, you know, they offer a great service. You know, I agree with Jeff. They offer a great service, you know, for their clients. You know, you, know, you may or may not agree with, you know, how they get all their data, um, but you know, they've, you know, they've, they've done a thing that I think has really helped a lot of companies. Um, it's just that uh, they're starting to realize. I think now, uh, instead of having a, a premium uh, PE. I think now their PE is about 80% of uh, the S&P 500, you know, so uh, clearly they're in the penalty box for the next several quarters. So uh, with that, I think that's the last comments I have on this, on this subject for tonight. Uh, no, Mark, I'm going to drag you back in in a minute. Brittany, you're up next. Excuse <laughs> um, <clears throat> me. Uh, so, yeah, the, the competitor thing, they they tried to do mobile. They tried to do home devices like they've lost out on some things that they wouldn't have liked to, whether or not they're strict all the time competitors. That's that's a little different. But yeah, um, the other thing I wanted to say is the loss was definitely not all Apple, like even in their things, they tried to gloss over it. But there's international stuff, not just our country asking questions. Um there were other things going on, but I think the thing that tickled me the most, and this is, this is all I got. Um, <clears throat> I, I put this in our private chat earlier, but this is like a hospital that's been making money on selling the contents of their morgue on the black market. And then when they're stopped, the headline reads, government regulations cost hospital millions. Oh my God, yes. 
Yeah. I'll just drop the mic now. <laughs> that big furry is that, mic. Is that, is that coming to Apple TV? Is that, yeah. is that a series coming to Apple TV, Brittany? <laughs> it's I'm already been approved it. for a second season. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, Jay, we're good. To... That's it, everybody. Good night. <laughs> we yeah. got nothing else. <laughs> yeah, follow that, Jay. Yeah, yeah. Let me, I want to hear what Jay has to say because he always has some interesting thoughts from different angles. So I promised I wouldn't be pessimistic tonight, but here we are. Um, at the end of the day, yeah, the companies are mad. The companies are upset. The companies are posturing, but that's what they do. They get mad. They get upset. They posture. Um, Facebook will be fine. Uh, the platform itself is already becoming less and less of a priority for them. They still have WhatsApp, which is probably the largest messaging service in the world. They will find a way to continue to make money. If they don't make it off of the backs of, you know, mostly middle-class Americans and people that can afford iPhones, they'll find a way. Uh, I am certain of that. Uh, in terms of these other companies... One of the things that I've noticed uh, is I think a lot of companies are going to do what Amazon proved was possible, and that is continue to provide a loss leader financial backing through other services. Uh, it was announced that for Q1 20, you know, last year, AWS made more money than like all the things. Uh, AWS is massive. AWS is where Amazon makes the majority of its money. Basically, all these companies need to find their AWS, let their social media platforms be what they are, uh, admit that advertising revenue is going to continue to go down and down and down and down, and then finally say, okay, this is going to be the thing that makes us money while we continue to do our best to have a public face that is these social media platforms. So I threatened to drag uh, Mark back in, and I'm going to do it, um, because I'm throwing into uh, the, the chats an article that I saw this morning. Um, Meta says it'll pull it'll pull Facebook and Instagram from European Union, and EU says go for it. Yeah, I've been waiting for this for some time. That somebody was going to get tired enough of you know being pushed around one of the companies, and they were going to try to push back. I never thought it would be Facebook. I, I really did because I, I, I mean, if they were to do that, you know, they just automatically reduce their audience. And it, this just was, was if if this is accurate, and we you know we still wait to see. You never know who said exactly what, but if you go with the headline and the the story, it's like wow, you know that that's interesting. Did they pick the wrong battle, uh, or is is really the EU not that important to them? I don't know, Mark. Uh, I know you were talking about in our in our Slack. You were talking about uh, the the ten k. And what right. they said in there, and and they they were, we were discussing it in our Slack, and it was like, you know, is this posturing or is this a threat or what is it? And now it looks like it's out in the open. So I agree, it's out in the open. I don't know if it's real or if it's a threat, but again, one thing we discussed in our in our Slack channel was that, you know, Facebook in their you know, 10K filings, you know, they so. 
for the audience, 10K, that's an annual report that companies have to make. They have to file with the SEC. It gives disclosure and big overview of the business, not just the financials, but uh, it has other discussion about uh, what's going on with the business. And many of which concern risks you know, that uh, the company may have because you know, there has been a legacy of you know, investors suing uh, aided by uh, you know, class action uh, lawyers who think that, you know, a company's big, bad and evil. And, you know, they deliberately withheld information and cost you know, people a lot of money. So as a result, you know, the 10K has a lot of uh, information disclosures in it. The thing about this that was odd to me was instead of just disclosing the, this case, uh, they actually had more commentary indicating that they might potentially withdraw from Europe. So again, that maybe is a uh, a threat back and forth. Um, but I haven't really dug into uh, Facebook's financials. I mean, it's possible that they only get a token amount of revenue from Europe. So this will give them the opportunity that uh, you know they can you know, jump up and down and take a hard stand and actually give away something that really doesn't uh, mean and have any material significance to them. I really well, don't know. I have to, that's speculation. We need to do a more of a deep dive on their financials to figure out of, you know, why they are doing it. But I think it's clear that, you know, there is this uh, battle going on uh, and uh, you know, some of Facebook users in Europe may end up losing access to some services. Jay pointed out in our private chat that you know, this they threatened to pull out of Australia. Jay, I did not know that they they pulled the Australian news section from their site for I think it was like for like oh. a few days. Yeah. Uh, basically, Australia made a law that said, "Hey, you can't do this, or you're going to have to pay all these news providers." And in the end, Facebook said, "Well, we'll just not do the news there." And then that was lasted that a good Facebook week. or Google. According to CNN and The Guardian, this was February of 2021. Uh, Facebook Face bans news in Australia, and then Facebook reversed it like a week later. Hmm. I thought I remembered Google in that story. Yeah, I'll throw I'll throw both Isn't links. Google. They've done a similar more recent. Yeah, yeah. They they I, had I, a similar slap fight with Australia yeah. in that yeah. respect. Yeah, I mean the 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 bet here from the company side is that oh the users will get mad and they'll get mad at the <laughs> governors and the governors mm -hmm. will be like well our jobs are on the line so let's work with this company. Uh, I mean again at the end of the day I think WhatsApp is more important in Europe and in Asia than Facebook itself so maybe that's the the play you want to make uh, Meta but I mean again hey I'm not sitting in some C-suite office I'm just a guy that yells on the internet. <laughs> right. And and it's still, you know, WhatsApp is largely unmonetized. So they could afford to give that up because again, I think the a lot of the uh you know ad rates are a lot higher in the US than elsewhere in the rest of the world. So yeah. uh it may hurt for a couple quarters, but uh it may be something that long term, you know, Facebook uh you know views this as they're rid of headaches and they're monetizing uh this communications app, which will probably drive the regulators nuts in the EU because it's all secure and encrypted and, uh, <laughs> you know, all sorts of uh, things like that. I have to say, I sort of appreciated the EU's reaction because I want to I want to talk to Andrew about it because we talk about it regularly. Um, 
because I really sort of appreciated that like in the US where they're based, there's really just lots of hand wringing and well, shucky darns, what are we going to do about this? You know, it sure sounds bad. And then, you know, and the EU, you know, gave that little Morpheus gif, you know, and like, and it's on. And like, I, you know, I really just want to make popcorn and see what the EU ends up doing about this because I really like that it really sounds like there they've got some understanding of what it is Facebook is doing and they understand exactly what level of shenanigans it's at. And they're like, no, no, Facebook, that's a bad Facebook. And I, I want to see how this plays out. Oh yeah. So uh, my comment was going to be an add on to what Mark was saying. Um, I don't I I don't know what the market share for Facebook and Instagram is in the EU, but I do know that WhatsApp is like the default messaging app for a large part of the world, just not in the US. And yeah, it is and encrypted, but met the I've definitely written stories about this before where the metadata around those messages are still useful for advertising aka surveillance purposes what however you want to call it so i guess maybe that could go both ways facebook saying uh we're taking we're canceling whatsapp for europe yeah that would be devastating for them but it would still be devastating for facebook it's it's like a what do you call it like it's a head-to-head equally uh, devastating thing, I think. Mutually assured assured destruction. destruction. That's what it is, yep. (laughs) Leave it to the Cold War kids to know exactly what you're talking about. (laughs) Yep. I are an old guy. (laughs) All right, so... At or, the risk or, of, or in our Slack room, there's a there's there's a vulgar LBJ Linda Maines Johnson uh, expression that's applicable. So uh, I don't think we'll record it and send it out to the internet. You know what? Thank you. This edition of Mac Voices is supported by Truebill. Get control of your subscriptions at truebill.com/macvoices. Truebill is the new app that lets you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you don't need, want, or simply forgot about. Did you go into subscription overload during COVID? It happens. So many people did. Take back control of your subscriptions with Truebill. $5 here, 10 bucks there. It never feels like much, but it adds up quickly. Monthly subscriptions often feel like a great deal until you forget about them long after you've forgotten about it. Get an effortless breakdown of your finances to see where your money is going and how to improve. Truebill will notify you of important events that need your attention so you're never caught off guard again. Truebill can do even more. It can help you track and understand your credit score, get the best rates on your existing bills, and create a budget that works for you. Finally, it helps you understand and grow your net worth and get a pay advance when you need it. Eligibility varies. Start canceling your unused subscriptions at truebill.com slash macvoices. Go right now, truebill.com slash macvoices. T-R-U-E-B-I-L-L dot com slash Mac Voices. It could save you thousands a year. Truebill.com slash Mac Voices. Thanks to Truebill for their support of Mac Voices. Today's edition of Mac Voices is supported by New Relic. Monitor, debug, and improve your entire stack. 
Get all the details at neurolic.com slash macvoices. Things always seem to go wrong at the wrong time. Off hours, in the middle of the night, at exactly the wrong time. Then you, as the software engineer, is expected to solve it and solve it quick. Rather than scrambling around in the middle of the night looking from tool to tool to find the problem or messaging team member after team member, wouldn't it be easier just to have one place to go? That's exactly what New Relic brings to the table. With 16 different monitoring tools that you would normally buy separately, New Relic brings them all together so that you see your entire software stack in one place. So only one place to look to find the problem, right down to the line of code, so you can find and fix it quickly. The dev and ops teams at over 14,000, yes, that's 14,000 companies, use New Relic to debug and improve their software. Shouldn't you be using New Relic too? That next late night call is just waiting to happen. Get New Relic before it does. And you can get access to the whole New Relic platform and 100 gigabytes of data free forever. No credit card required. Sign up at newrelic.com slash macvoices. That's newrelic, N-E-W-R-E-L-I-C dot com slash macvoices. Newrelic.com slash macvoices. Thanks to New Relic for supporting Mac Voices. At the end of the day, all of these all of these social media services could fall apart tomorrow and the world would keep spinning. There would be somebody else who would come out with a new platform and right. that would get going. How long ago was it? We were just talking about it. Um, MySpace. MySpace was the social media service after AOL fell apart. And then MySpace fell apart, and then we had Facebook. And if Facebook fell apart, there would be something that would take its place. All of these mm-hmm. things are, are transitory, and well, they don't, one and ha- they can't last. So on that, you know, uh, I don't want to open a big political fight, but just to point out that isn't what's out there—the threat of uh, whatever the uh, Trump organization, their social media platform—isn't uh, that supposed to go live? Uh, you know, sometime in uh, who other who other than who other than uh, the true believers are going to use it? Well, if that pulls seventy five million people, you know, and soon maybe half or eighty percent of them are on Facebook, and they dump Facebook and go to that other platform, then there will be uh, two that, failing social media companies uh, to worry so, about. Yeah, well, 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 so, well, guys, well, but, you know, so, so what that will do is that will continue the uh, the. Trump the augering into the ground of, uh, you know, Facebook service and share price. And right. you know, I just bring this up to support your point, uh, Guy, that, uh, you know, Facebook has had maybe an extraordinarily long life. Uh, as They've a had a good run. Platform. But, you know, so, other so things you, come and go. So you guys are designing a new platform. How are you, how you can assist in it? How you can make money? How you can I, keep I the don't, I don't, I don't, I don't create, Social no, media platforms. Well, not you, not you in particular, but you know, any of you. How would you do it? So it uh, starts off. Sure. It starts off. You have you have uh, angels come in and they sprinkle the money around. You get it started, and then eventually it becomes self-sustaining. And yeah, it's probably going how? to be based based oh, on yeah. based on advertising. However, you don't or have membership. to do all of or, the things. Well. The problem, the problem with paid membership is, uh, unless doesn't. unless it has, It'll unless it has significant, unless it has a significant push, and a lot of people are willing to spend one, two, three dollars a month 
for yet another subscription service that that performs similar to what they're currently getting for free from Twitter or Facebook or or you know pick your social media platform of choice then it's not going to work and unless unless somebody can come up with a compelling reason to get somebody to spend money on a social media platform other than uh, oh well they're looking at your stuff it's like a- apple is in the prime field to do that they're, they're easily instead of the stupid uh, the, the home pod only uh, music thing that have say my apple one subscription includes a social platform and they don't do except that not everybody and not everybody wants to to have apple control their social media presence not everyone is an apple fan and you know that's okay they don't have to be some people prefer oh. other types of platforms some people look at apple as being uber controlling Oh, and they can have, you know, they could have apps for whoever. They could have a, a, a web app. I mean, just like anybody else, just like their Apple Music could be on Android and Apple Music could be on uh, Windows. Uh, it doesn't matter. Um, but, but it's still it's still the stigma of it being an Apple controlled social media. Service. Everything, everything has a stigma unless for every every company that would create a social media service except facebook facebook came along at a time when it wasn't as important to have it be one type of platform or another type of platform they just kind of came in on a wave and they rolled in the direction that that they felt they needed to go there wasn't the a problem, problem is when with apple, along, let, come no on, warren let me finish here let me finish here the problem that that Apple has and the problem that Google has and the problem that a lot of these other companies that have the kind of money to create a social media platform is that people have already made up their minds on what type of companies they are and whether or not they want to be part of that. And if they don't want to be part of Apple or if they don't want to be part of Google or if they don't want to be part of some other company that has the money to create a new social media platform, then they're not going to join it. Okay, so just... What Chuck said, you know, Facebook came along and said they wanted to bring families together. Who could do that? Facebook goes away. They die tomorrow. All the stock is dropped. Who, who it could, doesn't matter. Who, who, Somebody, will do who, Somebody will do it. How? Somebody will do it. Somebody will do it. Who knows? It, it, how are they going to pay for it? How the, how, the, how, the how and the why uh, and the where doesn't matter. So, Someone will do it. Warren, are you forgetting when Facebook opened up to everybody and stopped being for college kids and, like, most people's reaction at that point was why do I need Facebook? I have my space. Like that yeah. was literally what happened. Like initially when Facebook was like, we'll let in everyone, not just the college kids. People went, eh. so yeah, for, nobody for what? Cared. Nobody months? cared. Yeah. For oh, six it months was until, years. Until went away. It was a I couple mean, of years and it, it wasn't, wasn't until, long. it wasn't, it wasn't until my space officially started really like extended downtime and like, Bands weren't signing up there anymore because a lot of people were there because the bands that they liked were showing up on MySpace. But Facebook wasn't there. even making money at that point, and Facebook, you know, opened it up. Well, and neither, and neither would not. neither would some other company that would come yeah. along and create I mean, a new social media platform. The only reason well, Twitter's not in free fall is because they accidentally made a profit this quarter. I want to get Jeff in because Jeff's been trying to get in, and then Mark will get to you. Oh, <laughs> that's you, Jeff. <laughs> Jeff forgot. 
No, yeah. it's all right. My my point or my my comment is is like several chapters back now. But hey, as long as we're here, why not? Did I misread the whole thing with uh, with Facebook's threat? And this was not actually a threat, but but guidance that if they can't uh, use the business model that they've been using in the EU to make money, that that uh, they would not be able to successfully run their business in the EU, which is different from threatening to pull out uh, their business if they uh, if they can't just start siphoning in everyone's data. Which isn't as sexy a headline as Facebook threatens to leave EU. Yeah, but Jeff, is there a difference? I mean, I, sure. I know you just said there's a difference, but I'm struggling with it because if 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 pulling pulling out comes down or, the same thing. Yeah, pulling out or not operating is the same thing. They're not there. Right, but it's the way you present it, and the and. What I understood is that Facebook presented this as guidance for investors, as opposed to presenting it as an ultimatum to to uh, Apple and the EU. So I would say that uh, I I think calling it guidance is is too strong a word because guidance typically means. Uh, relates to financial matters. This was buried in a section where they're talking about their risk factors. And they're saying, depending on how this lawsuit works out or doesn't work out, you know, we may not be able to offer our services there. So it's uh, it's a very deliberately, very soft uh, comment. Uh, I agree with you. It's, uh, it's certainly you know, makes for, you know, click worthy headlines, Facebook threatens to pull out of Europe. And, you know, so those are misrepresentations or salacious uh, spam baity representations of, you know, fairly benign, fairly soft uh, statement. I disagree because it sounds very much like, you know, when somebody from the mob shows up for the protection money and you (laughs) don't want to pay them and they say, Hmm. Nice place you got here. Be a shame if something happened to it. Now it's not a. Threat. That's a nice. That's that's that, Kelly. That that's great. You know, you should go write a headline about that too. You know, Facebook. It's Facebook <laughs> like the mob. You know, threatening to pull out of Europe. You know. Oh, that'll you know. go well. Okay. <laughs> not, First of all, that. simmer down. <laughs> because no. And second of all, I'm using it to illustrate a point, which is that Facebook is doing a similar thing. Like we're not gonna say we're pulling out, we're going to phrase it in this way so that you can't make it so that you can't make, you can't act like this is a thing that we said. And then when we actually have to do it, because it turns out that EU regulators have a spine where US regulators don't, that maybe there will be something else that happens where they go, we told you in January that this was what was going to happen. You know, what are we going to do? Like it's it's the same idea. Like it's not a threat, but I mean it basically is. So, so I think I think we're multiplying you know, uncertainties. You know, we're doing it in in two different ways in this uh, past couple minutes of conversation. Uh, way number one, you know, talking about a new social media service and how they will fund it and how they'll get people for it, and uh, way number two, 
uh, you know, we're blowing up out of you know context, trying to figure out you know what Facebook's negotiating stance with uh, the EU regulators are based on a you know fairly boring uh, sentence written in their 10K. So um, you know, I think um, let's uh, let's move any other discussion to the after dark segment. Uh, but uh, you know, let's uh, let's go on to other topics. Yeah, I, I I just I do want to throw in one thing though. Um, you know the, the the streets are littered with social network wannabes that have tried, and there's still some out there, and there's still some that have very dedicated uh, uh, user bases. But you know they're also funny that have just shut down or couldn't do it, um, and then there's some that you know just frankly, are, are not worth the trouble. So, you know, I, I think the bottom line is that people want to get together online or in person. And sooner or later, you know, for whatever reason, one will catch fire. Facebook caught fire. MySpace caught fire. You know, how many of AOL? AOL. Yeah. Good, good point guy. AOL way back when um, Twitter did, you know, so they're, they're going to catch, they're going to catch fire. And it's just a matter of which one happens to be at the right place at the right time with the right set of features that people really want. Um, wanted to move on to one, to another one um, that, let's see if I can throw it in the chats for everybody. Um, this is one by some guy named Andrew Orr. Um, oh, skip it. That guy's yeah. a hack. Yeah. I, yeah. I agree. Sketchy, sketchy AF, Friday. as the youngs say. Yeah, serious, serious that question is of credibility. The youngs do say that. Good job, Kelly. <laughs> Andrew, tell us about this. So this is news that Apple announced today. It it was rumored, I think, mainly by Mark Gurman, and now it's official. And that is uh Apple has officially announced a feature where people can have these peer-to-peer uh like you bonk devices against each other to pay people andrew Um, andrew don't get so technical (laughs) thank you (laughs) good job so uh uh it's called tap to pay on iphone and uh Jeff Butts and Jeff Gamut, they have a victory lap to do. But uh, first, yeah, it's this will be coming in iOS 15.4. We just had the second beta of that today for developers. And it's it's meant to be a kind of an alternative to hardware things like what Square has. With this, you don't have to swipe your card anymore. You... um, just tap it onto certain models of iPhone and it's contactless. So it works with it's for merchants, retailers, small businesses, maybe large businesses too. And it works with uh, contactless debit, credit, and Apple Pay payments where you it uses the NFT. So you literally just hold the thing against an iPhone and it is able to accept that uh contactless payment. And I think the Vitriol app that those two have is because it's not really an Apple, it's it's not Apple's own payment system. So that's the interesting part. They're opening the NFC to all these third-party apps and payment systems, which is uh, in the past, they have been accused of 
maybe uh, restricting that feature. I think it was in Australia, maybe elsewhere. I think Apple was accused of being either antitrust or anti-competition, something else where they don't let other apps use the NFC payment system. But maybe with this, it's kind of like, hey, we're doing this for users, but also maybe regulators, if I understood that correctly. So let me ask a question, because I'm sort of half skimming through uh, the article that uh, I guess you wrote that Chuck linked. Um, I don't know what is new here. I mean, right now I can use my Apple card. I can use another Visa card. You know, I can pay, you know, and I have, you know, I put it on the contactless uh, payment device. So this turns your phone into that contactless payment device instead of having to get the thing from Square or the headphone jack majigger, since we've all gotten technical, uh, to swipe the stripe that you have to plug into the headphone jack or to an adapter into the lightning port. This turns your phone into that thing you used to have to buy from Square. And then you bonk the phone against the phone, and now you've made a credit card transaction. Uh Okay. All right. So, um, again, something they have now is if you have a debit card, you can kind of send money from a person to a person. So is this Mm -hmm. just opening it up so that uh, whatever, you know, sort of like... uh, This is is for vendors. Yeah, it's, this is yeah. yeah. This it's is a, not for consumers, it's for vendors. Yeah, it's it's if, not as much person to person. It's not Apple turning into a credit card company. Yeah, it's, it's not Zelle. And it's not, not about Zelle. taking payments from iPhones, it's about taking payments from a regular credit card. But there's so, Apple Cash, but I can Apple Cash chuck money right now from my Apple Yeah, that's you have to have so a different thing. You have to have a different thing. totally different thing. Okay, so so if I, I start go Mark's next. new social media after company, Jeff, if I start Mark's new social media company, I can somehow presumably set up for an account with this, and then every time I you know I'm out and about, you know, people can sign up and they can put their phone and bonk oh, it against. This is more like you have a, a a thing at the local farmers market, yeah. like you're selling and vegetables. Can, and you want to take money. credit card payments. It's the same as a square just built in. That's yeah, all. And, yeah. And, and you okay. can take credit card for payments from just somebody that has a credit card. They don't have to have an iPhone. Right. You don't need an iPhone or an Apple ID or any of that. Like if you have a if you have a card with a chip in it, and most people do at this point, then you can tap your card. Or if you have contactless payments set up, then you will be able to use your phone and bonk your phone on the thing on the other phone instead of on the terminal. So for example, the place not far from me where I like to go buy tacos on the regular, uh, like they have the adapter out of the bottom of the phone because it's an Android phone. So it's not like I can Apple pay cash them anything anyway. So um, they have to plug in the adapter and then swipe my card in the thing. And then, and it's like a giant hassle. And, you know, instead of, instead of that, I could, instead of having to worry about all of that, then I could just pull out my phone, which is already in my hand anyway, because I'm texting somebody while so, I'm waiting while I wait for my tacos. Bonk so company the thing on the thing and move on. Square uh, companies like Square, don't, they don't care. It's not going to take business away. All they basically give the device away. <laughs> yes, it will. No, right. it doesn't. Okay. It's not. They basically give the device away for almost for free. It, I've seen it almost for free, anyways. Yeah, it's going to be, be. They get the the service. 
the same way that they got it before, so they don't care. Yeah, the, okay. the dip in, in hardware sales is the difference, but that's not where Square's they, making their money. They, they don't make their money. I mean, I've yeah. seen it again for like five bucks. Yeah, it know, doesn't. Like, okay, okay, okay. Go, Andrew. Andrew. Go, ahead. Go, Andrew. Andrew, then Jeff. Uh, I okay. I wanted to comment specifically on what something Warren asked, and this is something I was wondering with this uh, too. So. As I said, it, this isn't really Apple's own system. So in their in Apple's announcement, they there was no mention of Apple Cash. It's it's all about um, consumer uh, business relations with transactions. One of my ideas was, oh, maybe people like in addition to sending people Apple Cash payments with iMessage, maybe they can use this feature where you know you bonk your iPhones together and boom the the payment is sent. But it's it it sounds like this is um like Apple Apple Cash was not mentioned in the announcement. It sounds like this is just actual businesses accepting payments as oh, okay, so some because kind of alternative. You have to have so an account with Stripe in order to accept credit card payments in the first place. And you have to go to Stripe and apply for their beta in order to get into the program so that you can try this out. And then once Stripe has accepted you into their beta, then you have to install the iOS 15.4 beta on your device. Then you can Then you can try this out and see what it actually is. But you have to have that merchant account set up with Stripe already before you can do any of this. It's not Venmo. Okay. So, so was uh, it announced that Stripe is the processing backend? Or is I that think that's one example? of them. I think uh, Apple said working with multiple companies. Yeah. Because ultimately, you know, what? How do I get the money? I presume I need to enter my bank account information somewhere. You, you have to have a Stripe account. account. If it's Stripe, then you do it all with with your Stripe account. The way, yeah. Right. This is going to be actually better. This is going to be better for them. They're going to get so many more yeah. people using it. They're going to make money off this deal. They're going to love yeah. it for now. What do you mean for now? What's changing? What's different? Let's. We'll see how it plays out. Okay. If you thought the first part of the conversation about Apple's decision to accept NFC payments on the iPhone was passionate, get ready for part two. That's next time on Mac Voices, and I hope you'll join us. Until then, and as always, I'm Chuck Joyner. Thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices Magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com macvoices or by making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode. You will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at backbeatmedia.com. Bandwidth provided by Cashfly at cashfly.com.